2: taxes. But they're still saying taxes are being lowered on the rich because it's being lowered on the corporations. You know who pay corporate taxes? You. I. Because how do you think they pay it? They pass it on in prices. There's another way in which people pay it. They don't get to hire more people. We pay high corporate taxes in something called unemployment.
0: The Dennis Prager Show, weekdays at 11 on AM 1280. The Patriot, Intelligent Radio.
3: Just after one o'clock, and he is back in studio. He's the local one. He's the headliner. He is Mitch Berg, and the Northern Alliance Radio Network is coming up next year on AM 1280 The Patriot. Just a reminder tickets are going quick to an evening with Elder. Get yours at AM 1280ThePatriot.com. This is going to be a fun event. Do not miss out. From the Blue Ox Heating and Air Weather Center, gradual clearing as we head into the afternoon. We will see the upper 60s for a high, a low of 48 for tonight.
1: The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management.
0: This is the Northern Alliance Radio Network, the longest-running conservative talk show in the Twin Cities. It's great to be back in Minnesota today. Political analysis of the good, the bad, and the outright crazy. Now, here's your headline act, Mitch Byrd. Welcome back, Twin Cities
4: and World. It's the Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. My name, Mitch Berg. My blog, ShotInTheDark.info, uh, also found on the web at TrueNorth, uh, which is LookTrueNorth.com. The, this is, of course, the headliner edition of the Northern Alliance Radio Network, uh, Brad Carlson, The Closer. Heard every Sunday from 2 to 3 p.m. here on AM 1280 The Patriot. Our good friend King Banyan is every uh, Saturday morning from 9 to 11 on her sister station, AM uh, 1440. 1440. The businessman, it's only been a couple years, I should... I shouldn't be expected to be used to this stuff by now, should I? At any rate, uh, it's, we're, together with the Northern Alliance Radio Network, dominating Twin Cities weekend radio for a decade and a half, almost now, we're heading towards our fifteenth anniversary rapidly. And in fact, we are uh, we're, we're we're making some good time towards it here. It's going to be a great uh, great time heading up towards fifteen as well. Might finally have to might have to finally have that tenth anniversary party we were talking about five years ago. For our 15th. That'd be fun. I know. It's, I can hear Brad Carlson already. What, planning another party, Mitch? Yeah, well, you know, I'll have to uh, have to follow through on one of the, one of these days. We do have a party coming up here shortly. Perhaps we can talk about it then. We'll talk about that party later on in the broadcast uh, when we t- turn to the subject of other parties that are going on here in relation to AM 1280, The Patriot. So what should we talk about today? Gosh, if there's only some news. I, yeah, the 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 shooting in Vegas this past week, the atrocity in Las Vegas this week uh this week, of course, uh followed the same uh sort of template that these things always follow. And I'm I'm it's at the point where uh, you have to tread lightly when you are a conservative a second amendment ad, uh activist. Uh, someone who believes in the original interpretation of the Constitution, uh, someone who believes that the Bill of Rights, all 10 of them, uh, of those amendments, exists for a reason. You have to tread lightly because gun controllers always invariably start from a perspective of pure, unadulterated emotion. And there is nothing that brings up pure, unadulterated emotion like a mass shooting. Like uh, this sort of this sort of mass shooting in particular, where you had a large crowd of people in a public place, that uh, literally you, you couldn't miss, and someone just starts taking pot shots at them. It was it was just a, a, an awful exhibit. One, one of those things that that I have been worried about myself for decades, and not necessarily about a mass shooting at a. At a thing like a public uh, like a con- like public events like concerts or or pff, the winter carnival or, or Aquitennial or grand old day. Anytime people get together in large groups, it has got to tempt the bejeebers out of those who, who wish us ill will. I mean we've seen crowds being attacked in the past. The the Boston Marathon bombers and the Marine Marathon bombers clearly intended to maim and kill a lot more people than they actually did in picking their targets. Uh, the the fellow who, who attacked, the, uh, who killed 89 people last year in Nice, France, with a truck, uh, took advantage of that, that same thing. There have been episodes like this, and this is the one I have to confess. Every time I go out in public now not in public, but in large groups of people. I'm keeping my eyes on the exits. I'm watching out for weird behavior. I'm paying attention to strange sounds, sounds that sound out of place. And it's not a bad idea to be aware of your surroundings in any circumstances. I mean, it is nice to be able to sit back and tell yourself nothing's going to happen. We're fine. I can I can go along in my in my bubble of, of self-assuredness that, that the way things were yesterday is, is exactly the way things are going to be today and tomorrow. And most of the time, you'll be right. How many concerts have you been into your life where nobody opened fire? I, I was at one where three people got stabbed. That was one of the scarier nights of my life. It would be what Husker do, 1987 back at the First Avenue. Uh, nothing like this. And, and of course it's emotionally wrenching. No matter which side of the Second Amendment debate you're on, it's an emotional, it takes an emotional toll. It, it causes turmoil. It is. You look at what happened, you look at the suffering, you look at the death, you look at the dislocation, you look at the misery, and if, you, you have to have the soul of a rock not to feel affected. The problem, of course, is that Making public policy based on emotion, especially on emotion that is combined with an absolute ignorance of fact, is a terrible idea. And when that policy affects an absolutely essential civil right and civil liberty, these things are too important to alter based on an uninformed, log-rolled debate driven entirely by emotion and... Let's be perfectly honest, two other things, a desire not to waste a crisis in enforcing in a policy, uh, in f- forcing down a policy position on the people, which is, of course, what's going on. I mean, you'd never see a tragedy like this, any sort of tragedy like this without uh, the Democrats and the pack of nonprofit Democrat jackals like MoveOn.org and protect Minnesota and and the like sending out told you so memos to their <laughs> memos via email blast to their audiences saying hey it's time to go after the boogeyman the NRA well anyway we had all of that in spades this past week oh the other thing of course that is is part behind this is the fact that the debate over guns over the Second Amendment, over your right to keep and bear arms is a vital part of one part of this country's disdain for another part of this country, Uh, the the, the disdain that blue America has for red America, including you and I, all of us in this audience, unless you're one of the liberal ringers who tunes in once in a while, Uh, that's... And we're going to discuss each of those uh, during the course of this uh, of this broadcast here. By the way, we're also going to have a couple of uh, Republican candidates from Minnesota, uh, Minneapolis, rather, park board on the show coming up here uh, later on in, in the broadcast at the bottom of the hour here. So stay tuned for that. But I'd like to to run by a couple of things just to see if we can find some things in common among them. Eighty nine people were killed last year in Nice, France. In 1989, I believe it was, 87 people were killed in, in South Bronx in New York, by uh, in, in South Bronx at the Happy Land Social Club. 169 people were killed in Oklahoma City, of course, in 1995. Hard to, hard to forget those. 192 people were killed in Daegu, South Korea, uh, in 2003 by a film named uh, Kim Dae Han. 216 people died in 1999 in the Atlantic Ocean, uh, killed by a fellow named Gamil Al-Batoudi. In in 1944, 168 people were killed in Hartford, Connecticut, by a fellow named Robert Dale Sigi. Sigi. Uh, just two years ago, two and a half years ago, in, in, in uh, Prado-Boulogne, France, uh, 149 people were murdered. Utterly innocent, unsuspecting people were murdered by a fellow named Andreas Lubitz. In Guangzhou, China, in 1978, uh, 134 people were murdered by a fellow named Lai Sang-yang uh, in Guangzhou, China. In 1925... 44 people were murdered in, uh, actually 45, 44 murder one suicide in Bath, Michigan. Now, what do each of these atrocities have in common? Well, if you pay attention to your news, and in some cases your history, you know that every single one of those murders, mass murders, spree killings, rampage murders uh, of scads of innocent people, were caused by... People who fired not a single shot. The 89 murdered last year in Nice, France, were killed by a truck driving through a street party. A street festival, not a whole lot different from Aquitennial or the Winter Carnival or Grand Old Day or the Minnesota State Fair, for that matter. 89 dead in just a matter of moments. In the Happy Land Social Club fire, 87 people were killed by a gallon of gasoline that cost a dollar. Now, they were killed by negligence on the part of the club owner. It was an illegal bar in the South Bronx, a place that uh, that violated pretty much every possible fire code. There's only one exit, and of course the exit was where the fire was. And a gallon of gas can light up a pretty hot fire. So 89 died there. 169, of course, in Oklahoma City. Well, that was a fertilizer bomb. Not a shot was fired. Uh, the other episodes we talked about, Gamil al-Batuni in 1999. Uh, he was a pilot for Egypt Air, and his motivations may have been terror, and it may have been untreated uh, mental illness. But he crashed, uh, he was suspected, rather, of crashing his Egypt airplane flight 90 uh, flight 990 rather into the Atlantic Ocean October 31st 1999 killing all 216 on board wasn't the only one of course Uh, Andreas Lubitz you may recall a scary episode uh, two years ago two and a half years ago in France 149 dead when German wings flight 9525 uh, crashed in the French Alps. Kim Dae-han in Daegu, South Korea, set a fire similar to the uh, Happyland Social Club fire. He, he uh, caused a huge fire in a subway stop in Daegu, South Korea. Killed 192 people. Lei Sung-yan, 134 dead in China, blew up a ship. Caused an explosion, a gas fire on a ship that uh, that blew up. A ship killing 134 people and uh, injured dozens more. Uh, Robert Seagy. Hartford, Connecticut, set a circus tent on fire. 168 dead. Now, it's a trite point to point out that not a single one of these epic episodes involved a firearm. None. Oh, let's not even, that, that left out the obvious one. <laughs> on 9-11, over 3, 000, roughly 3,000 Americans were killed uh, and others were killed without a shot fired by hijacked airliners. The point here is that getting wrapped around the axle of what people use to kill other people is senseless. It's mindless. Human nature is the greatest killer ever devised. The capacity for some people through madness, through narcissism, through ideology, through warped political priorities, through warped sense of, of personal self-importance to this world, through a warped need to leave this world in a blaze of glory, or through God only knows what, through, through untreated depression for that matter. Is the, these are the things that, that kill people, and it doesn't matter whether the tool is a, mis, <laughs> a misused airliner or a firearm or a gallon of gasoline, or a tub of homemade po- nerve gas. All of these things are, are the t- are tools of the madman, of the crazy man, of the deluded man. Focusing on the tools that mass murderers use is is, is a distraction. But we'll talk about more of that when we come back. Northern Alliance, AM 1280, The Patriot.
2: Hey, folks, that is Prager here for Continental Diamond in St. Louis Park. I've been telling you for years that they have a beautiful family-run store with the largest selection of loose diamonds in the state. Now, Continental Diamond is the home for Breitling watches, the only independent jewelry store in the Twin Cities to offer these amazing Swiss timepieces. Favorites of pilots all over the world, check out the amazing selection of Breitling chronographs at Continental Diamond in St. Louis Park and find them online at ContinentalDiamond.com.
5: Grandpa Pat, I'm trying to find the cheapest bike.
2: The cheapest or the one that costs the least amount of money?
5: It's the same thing.
2: Not exactly, Ian. you got to consider initial price, warranty, and the cost of repairing or replacing it when it doesn't last.
5: So cheapest up front isn't the lowest cost?
2: It's kind of like a Blue Ox heating and air system. When you weigh the initial investment, warranty, utility cost, and lifespan, Blue Ox is your best value.
5: I'm picking up what you're laying down, Grandpa Pat.
2: Call Blue Ox heating and air at 7634-BLUE-OX today. You know, cracks in the foundation of your home or business are simply an invitation for long-term problems on your property. Innovative Basement Systems is the premier basement and foundation repair contractor in Minnesota. And they're a disabled, veteran-owned company. The family at Innovative can officially solve any remodel or repair project. Save yourself the headaches. Call Innovative Basement Systems today at 651-964-6400. Or on the web, InnovativeOnTheRadio.com. InnovativeOnTheRadio.com for Innovative Basement
3: Systems.
5: Honey, our dishes are disgusting and full of spots. I think our water softener is broken. We need to call Benjamin Franklin Plumbing.
3: A plumber? Not for a water softener.
5: Little do you know, Mr. Know-It-All, I was texting with my friend Jill, and she told me she called Benjamin Franklin Plumbing Plumbing, and they installed a new water softener for her that week. If we don't fix our water softener soon, we could have broken or clogged pipes, and even icky-tasting water.
2: Oof, duh. Right now, through October 15th, they're offering a $59 off special on any plumbing repair. Benjamin Franklin Plumbing, your water softener experts.
0: About the time I did, I left to fight the big war. Saw my first pistol in the general store. 13, thought it was a final song I AM 1280, The Patriot.
6: I could live on Sunday when it grew up, i am going drop a dozen and she really blew up, really blew up. I didn't understand, mama says a piss is a devil's give us right, ain't
4: Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot talking about the las vegas massacre the atrocity that happened outside the mandalay bay when a fellow james paddock opened fire with a small arsenal from a hotel room in the mandalay bay hotel at a at a country western concert a packed mass a throng of people basically a, a custom-built target for spraying and praying uh with with uh from from long range i mean it's pretty much the, the worst nightmare i mean for if you're I mean, I have pointed out and and come up with a list over the years of a fair number of good guys with guns, citizens with uh, legally permitted firearms they're licensed to carry who have ended mass shootings uh, up close and personal, a a number of mass shootings that ended cold because a citizen was there with uh, a firearm, it's happened several times. I've, I've listed at least 15 of them on my blog at shotinthedark.info. I'll post that on the show post here today. But, uh, yeah, it's, uh, we'll, we'll talk about that a second. But just got to remind you, there's uh, so much to talk about here today. A uh, big one, of course, a big event coming up, uh, Evening with Larry Elder coming up. Uh, he, of course, he's the afternoon host every weekday on AM 1280, The Patriot. Coming to the Twin Cities for the first time, October twenty fourth. That's a Tuesday. It's just coming up a couple of weeks out here. Two weeks from this coming Tuesday. Tickets for the main event started at just fifteen bucks. VIP dinner tickets just ninety nine dollars, and a limited number of tickets uh, are available for the post party meet and greet with Larry. We got details and tickets at am twelve a dot com. It's brought to you by Lucky Station, am twelve a the patriot. I just got to say, the VIP tickets. I mean, they're they're ninety nine bucks. And they are 99 of the funnest dollars you will spend, I got to say. I have sat at the VIP tables, come in for the event uh, before, uh, for for dinner before the event and sat at the VIP tables on a number of these uh, am twelve a the Patriot events, most of them, in fact, over the last 14 years. And it's just fun. And you get to get together and meet with uh, a bunch of people who are also highly motivated to discuss what's going on in the world around us. Uh, motivated enough to come out and sit at the VIP table for dinner. It's just a blast. And, of course, you get to meet. You get to meet the likes of Hugh Hewitt, Dennis Prager, Michael Medved, The Narn, and this uh, coming event, uh, Larry Elder, uh, the 24th. Anyway, get your tickets. Go to am1280thepatriot.com. Get your tickets. I'll see you there. Looking forward to meeting Larry Elder for the first time. We don't we don't get many new hosts at Salem Communications is very unlike any other radio operation I've ever been involved in, which had like 50% a year turnover, if you were lucky. <laughs> and uh, here, 15, 18 years now, that, uh, that I think yeah, 16 years now, the Patriots have been going on um, almost unchanged lineup other than Hugh Hewitt moving to mornings. So... Having a new guy to to, to talk to and maybe Hayes just a little bit is going uh, to be a lot of fun actually. So check that out. It's uh, am 12 thepatriot The evening with Elder. Buy your tickets now. They are moving fast. Uh, this one's moving uncharacteristically fast for uh, for even for one of our events, and they've been moving fast lately. This one's clipping right along. Anyway, my name is Mitch Berg. My blog is shotinthedark.info. dot info. And uh, talking about the the. Fallout from the the, sh- the mass shooting the spree killing if you will that 's the technical term for it at the Mandalay bay at the uh, at the country western concert this past week and the discussion pursuant to the progressive urge to never waste a crisis has been focusing on guns yet again a someone with a uh, with a series of ugly black guns has has wrought some havoc and to the to, to big left, naturally that means the problem is ugly black guns. And in this case, the the the, the culprit that of this particular episode is a is a device called a bump fire device. It harnesses the energy of the recoil of the gun to uh, uh, basically allow the trigger to pull itself. It, it's a way to skirt the laws that make it illegal for most citizens to own fully automatic weapons, you, unless you pass a a class 3 dealer's license and pass the background check and pay the the taxes and go through the national firearms act certification uh, you, you can't legally own a machine gun in this country you can't you got to go through some major hoops and by the way the hoops have g- given us a fairly safe machine gun owning community in this country in 80 years that the National Firearms Act has existed. There has been exactly one murder committed by uh, a National Firearms Act certified gun owner who was a cop who murdered his wife with his submachine gun in one of the great cases of overkill in the history of domestic violence. Uh, One of the people that we're supposed to trust with firearms, by the way, just in case the irony has escaped you, as it usually does for progressives who are trying and failing to follow along with the adults on this topic. I'm sorry I'm a little peeved anyway you can't own a fully automatic weapon in this country and American free enterprise being what it is engineers developed the idea of the bump fire stock which basically uses the recoil from the action of the gun from the the, the recoil of a shot being fired to basically pride provide an extra impulse to put on another pull on the trigger and repeat that process over recoil after I mean, it's basically a, a poor man's uh, machine gun imitator. Never fired one. They've always struck me as just being a lot more moving parts to break. If if I did own a gun, which, of course, I don't because guns terrify me and I would never shoot another human being, even in self-defense. I say that for the record before you all. But if I did own a gun, <laughs> especially an ugly black army rifle the la- that I – Bought for purposes of self-defense, the last thing I would personally do was put some tricky, finicky little piece of fussy machinery with springs and, and, and rockers and stuff in, onto the gun that's just a bunch more stuff that can break when, the, when, when you need it not to break. I mean, that's the whole point of buying weapons, owning weapons, using weapons that were designed for military use. Not because they're designed to kill as many people as fast as possible, like gun banners like to say. It's because they're designed to not jam, no matter what. Whether you're crawling through mud, crawling through a swamp, walking along through the the mountains in 30 below temperatures. They're designed not to jam, and they're designed not to run out of bullets before your attacker runs out of uh, attack. That's really what they're designed for. Well, now, the, the bump fire, however, is is, is an attachment. It's, it's caused a fair amount of debate over the years, people saying it's a way of, of skirting the National Firearms Act regulation against civilian machine guns. There might be a point to that. Logically, technically speaking, it's it's worth a discussion whether, whether a bump fire is just a, a way that the free market has given us to skirt a regulation that, frankly, has never stopped anyone from committing a crime. I mean, forget about the American National Firearms Act uh, from the 1930s. The weapons used in the Bataclan Massacre in France two years ago, two years ago, next month I believe it is, uh, were military-grade AK-47s, the kind that fire fully automatic as well as semi-automatically, which in a country where it's illegal for most people to buy a 22 caliber revolver, is some pretty serious firepower, and that's sort of illustrates the foolishness of focusing on the tools that people use to commit this mayhem, whether those tools are are cars or poison gas or gasoline or or a, a rifle with a bump fire stock, or for that matter, a rifle without a bump fire stock a bump fire trigger a repeating fire trigger whatever the device is there's a bunch of them on the market i wouldn't touch any of them uh by remote control from the next county because again too many moving parts it defeats the purpose but if by i owned a gun but cuz they terrify me but the the point being the the, the 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 focus on the tool is a diversion it's a distraction from the real issue which is of course that that humans being human are subject to human nature and if someone gets it in their head that they want to destroy a lot of other people they'll find a way to do it they do it all the time as we've showed in example after i'm looking at the wikipedia page on on rage killers and it's it's a depressing depressing page it's, it's a huge long page, broken up by different types of incidents, geographically Geographic, by continent. Uh, boy, those Asians get really creative, even though none of them can own a gun legally. They're extremely creative about finding ways to kill each other when when something snaps in their heads here. So we've we've got the four five major continents where these things happen. We've got it also broken down by workplace killings, school massacres. Religious, political, or racial crimes. Oh, that's an ugly one. Domestic violence. Oh, oh yeah. There are domestic violence episodes that kill upwards of uh, 15, 20 people. Vehicular homicides above and beyond attacks like in Nice, France, which is considered terrorism. Mass murderers using grenades, military and homemade. All sorts of other incidents. It's a depressing chapter. And it's a testimony to the fact that when human beings want to cause mayhem, misery, destruction, and, and kill other people, they're incredibly creative and sometimes just incredibly tenacious about it. I mean, you come to the realization that if Paddock had not had access to a machine gun and a lot of other firearms, by the way, he was a very wealthy man. He was a millionaire. He spent thousands of dollars preparing for this episode, including renting his hotel room for a week, Uh, which allowed him to bring his weapons up in in small lots and build a firing platform and really went just completely overboard preparing for this event. Uh, People, even if they don't have the means to the end, they're pretty darn creative about it in their own sick, perverted human way. Much more about this, including the sick perversions of... Some of the responses of our cultural betters when we come back. But we're going to be talking with some Minneapolis Park Board candidates uh, when we come back. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot.
1: Do you need to catch up on your life savings and investments? Do you know that right now we are very likely in the first year of a new bull market? William O'Neill, editor of the Investor's Business Daily and author of many great stock trading books, has said that the most money is made in the first year of a new bull market. My family has believed this and experienced it for many generations. I'm David Mitchell, founder and CEO of Tradeway. I've taught our family methods of stock trading and investing in most of the major cities around the nation for many years with the goal of having many of our clients trade for a living. You don't have to do that unless you want to fire your boss. But wouldn't it be great to take the confusing world of investing and find it understandable, even simple and fun? That is what can happen when you attend a tradeway event called Step 1, Start Your Journey. You'll learn how the stock market works, how to spot patterns, how to know when to buy and sell a stock, how to even know how to pick your own stocks, and when it might be better to stay in cash. You'll leave the event more confident in your family's financial future and secure in Tradeway's ability to support you along the way. You can bring your entire family for only $99.95. Plus, you'll receive an extra ticket to bring a friend. And at the end of the two days, if you don't love it, you can get your money back. Doesn't get better than that. So come take your first step to financial freedom and attend our live two day event called Step One Start Your Journey. Coming to the Minneapolis Marriott West, December 1st and 2nd. Only $99.95 for your entire household, plus a free ticket for a friend and a full money-back guarantee. To register, 877-907-TRADE. That's 877-907-8723. Or go to Tradeway.com. That's Tradeway.com.
3: There is no better steward of your money than you helping you create wealth and income is our number 1 goal. Online Trading Academy teaches you trading and investing skills so you can protect and grow your investments to retire on your terms and never outlive your retirement savings. We teach you one-on-one how to grow your investments even in a market that's at an all-time high. If your retirement is in a 401k or 403b, you can still learn the tools to improve their performance. Many students maintain their full-time jobs but still love learning to be more consistent while making a great second income from this market we have been teaching successful trading techniques for 20 years once you get the education you can trade on your own with confidence text ota to 313131 and register for a free trading and investing workshop or go to learn with ota.com
0: online trading academy radio
4: 1280 The Patriot Northern Alliance Radio Network 651-289-4488 is the number to call should you care to join us and I hope you do you can also join us on Twitter at hashtag NARN that's short for Northern Alliance Radio Network we're talking uh, by the way Speaking of uh, parks, we've been talking over the last couple of weeks. A couple of candidates from the Republican Party for uh, the Minneapolis Park Board, and with us uh, now, actually, we're just piling up guests faster. We know what to do with them here. We've got two of them showed up here today. We expected one, we got a couple here, so this is uh, this is great. Uh, we, we've got uh, Jen Zielinski uh, has joined us here, and uh, and Bo, uh, uh, Bob Sollentrop. Yes, I got it right. Excellent, excellent. Uh, from the uh, GOP candidates for the Min- Minneapolis Park Board, first of well, let's just talk about the, the idea that, that we have Republicans running for office in Minneapolis. Uh, you're both endorsed by the, uh, by the Minnesota, uh, Minneapolis City GOP? Uh, yes. You're, okay, excellent. And there are probably people in the audience who are surprised to hear that there is such a thing as a Minneapolis City GOP, uh, which is good, which is good news. I mean, if we don't start fighting these uh, fights, uh, then, then we're, we're, we're never going to get anywhere in this state. Uh, so let's start with you, uh, Jen. Jen. What uh, prompted you to run for park board?
6: I actually saw our city going in a direction that really scares me. Um, We have very, very liberal progressive candidates running this year for both city council, mayor, and even park board. And I said, you know, it's a tough race for me, but I'm going to throw my hat in the race for park board and start to bring common sense back to the park board.
4: Yeah. Same question for you, uh, Bob Sollentrop. What uh, prompted you to, to jump and run for park board here?
7: Well, I just, uh, I have never run for office. I've been involved with the Republican Party for since 2008, and I've been like a treasurer of my local BPOU, and I've been on various committees and whatnot. But but I've never run for office, and, and uh, I thought this would be the best best election to actually run for because I, I am an, an election judge. And as far as I'm concerned, the, the Minneapolis one is not going to be one that uh, the Democrats are going to be um, pulling any shenanigans with, right. you know, like they do with the, with the presidential and, and governor elections.
4: They, they probably assume it's theirs for the taking, and they don't really bother. I mean, that's certainly uh, one of the things we can hope for.
7: Yeah, they're running against each other. Pretty much,
4: <laughs> yeah. well, like all races in, in, uh, in, in Minneapolis. So, so, so Jed. I mean, I was surprised uh, when I heard exactly how much money the Minneapolis Park Board actually deals with. I mean, we're talking some serious money changing hands through that park board.
6: Over a million dollars, and it's probably a bigger budget than some small cities in Minnesota even. Uh, a billion? A million, not uh, a billion.
4: Uh, really? Oh, well, no. Isn't it, isn't it actually a billion? I mean, a million is a million is like five water fountains in the city of Minneapolis. <laughs>
6: yeah, I was going to say over a million, but uh, yeah. yeah, it's and they also have their own uh, park police. I yes. Know. Yeah.
4: Yeah, so a million buys you 10 park police cars. I know that much. So It's an insane amount of money. Yeah. I mean, I know the, the, the general budget of the city of Minneapolis is, is, is right around, a, God, I think it's right around a billion, last we checked. And the park budget is is in the hundreds of millions, at the very least, an insane amount of money. And and I don't know if you, uh, Bob, have you spent some time looking at, at, at where the money goes and how, how the the Minneapolis Park Board works?
7: Not, not exactly. I have looked at the Hiawatha issue though, and and there there's a consultant that did a study on what to do if they shut down that uh, that golf course, and they're talking about, uh, I, I believe it's twenty eight million for for uh, changing it into a park, right. and and part of that would include a new building. Twenty eight million is a lot of money for something that's n- not needed, and there's <laughs> a, there's a park right across the street at, at uh, Lake Tacoma's, and, and I I. Th- I thought, stop, I'm not an expert on
4: parks and recreation. I mean, everything I know about parks and rec, I learned by watching the sitcom of the same name. To be that
6: show. Per- <laughs> same
4: here, to be perfectly honest here. But to me, and, and I may be channeling a little bit of Mitch Hedberg, but I, I would think that the way to turn a golf course into a park... Is to stop golfing on it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, is that too simple for city government? Uh, let's uh, Jonathan Honnebrink talked a little bit about the Hiawatha Golf Course controversy. Uh, why don't you describe exactly what the nature of this country is? What's going on?
6: Uh, the controversy that's at hand is the water pumping. Uh, the water is being pumped into Lake Hiawatha, God. and they're saying there's too much water they're being pumped into the lake, and there's some issue. Maybe the water might be dirty. It's it's not, but they think it might be dirty or right. polluted. Um, and it's not being pumped into like the Minnehaha Creek or Lake Nokomis, Um and th- those are different government entities that they would we would have to work with. Right. But it's um, the water's not going to go away, even if you put a park there. You're going to have to continue to pump the water.
4: I, I think one of the the the, the- beefs about the whole thing is that is that the the fertilizer and stuff that's used to make the golf course all golf coursey washes off into the into the the lake and causes detergent poisoning and causes algae blooms and 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 upsets the natural status of 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 the watershed which may or may, may or may not be true but, uh, but on the other hand uh john solentrop what uh, what, what what is your response to to this
7: well, I think the main issue is they have a permit from the DNR, right. and and the DNRs said that, you know, they set a limit as far as the volume, and and uh, they've had some basement backups of water from, from the lake that's, that's worked its way over into people's basements. And so uh-huh. they're mostly concerned about that. The DNR is saying if, if uh, that happens again in the future, they're going to limit the amount that they're going to be allowed to put in the lake. So that might bring a little bit of urgency to resolving the problem but i don't think the only resolution is is uh closing it down i think there's other things they could do with that water like putting it in the minnehaha creek or possibly in lake uh Nokomis. yeah it's it struck me
4: as is a lot of uh duking it out over something that should be relatively simple as, as it struck me so so hiawatha golf course slash park or whatever it winds up being is one issue, but there's so much going on with the uh, with the Minneapolis parks. Uh, Jen Zielinski, uh, if you are elected, and we'll talk about the the whole road to office for both of you and for the other Republicans who are running for the park board seats. But 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 what what would be your agenda? Uh, what 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 would people expect from a Jen, Jen Zielinski seat on the park board?
6: Maintenance is going to be my um, first issue with parks, making sure our parks are maintained across the city. Right. I would represent District 6, but making sure all of our parks are up to date before any projects, before adding a fountain or (laughs) a bridge covered in flowers and grass, that's most important. Safety is the next most important thing. And making sure our park police are supported
4: yeah so what what's what's the current state of the part i mean well first of all uh, John Sullentrop, same question for you if you're elected what's your agenda?
7: well, my agenda would be to uh, before you spend a lot of money on new new things that may or may not be necessary, I think you need to do your homework and and make sure that those things are actually needed and are supported and uh and by other by other than just a small minority of people and it seems like since i've been running there's been any number of, of groups that have been contacting me over special interest issues and i've even got some myself i'd like to see more dog parks in the in the city what, but what but sort be, of
4: what sort of special interest are you hearing about of course the dog uh community of course is is a powerful one in minneapolis but that, what are some of the other special interests you're hearing well they're talking
7: about? about about uh you know daycare centers in the parks you know uh I, I I wasn't aware that they that they were licensed to do that, but evidently they're doing it. And well, when I was a kid, they,
4: every park was a daycare center. Uh, whether they wanted to be, <laughs> or not. Mom sent us to the park and we'd hang around all day. But
0: I, Same with me. I, that was right.
7: <laughs> well, I mean that's uh, that's that's yeah, a new one. Become, okay. Yeah, and and there's also. Uh, um, well, I can't think of anything else, right? Yeah,
4: on. there's, there's, you're, you're going to be anyone who runs for political office uh, suddenly becomes very popular with people who are pushing one agenda or another. That's, that's a given.
7: Oh, uh, one other issue, I guess, would be be there's. Uh, I was contacted by a, a group that's uh, pushing for, for skateboard facilities, and and I'm not necessarily against that, but before I want to spend a whole bunch of money on skateboard facilities, I want to make sure that they're necessary, and how many how many are, are needed actually, and, and there are some already in existence, they say that they're inadequate. Well, maybe they could be fixed up rather than replaced. Yeah, boy, I'll tell you, i got some background with that. And I'll tell you, first of all,
4: you'll never get all the skateboarders there because there's all that nice concrete downtown that's a lot fun, more fun and a lot more against the rules if you catch my <laughs> drift. But yeah, it's and of course, I don't know what it is about that crowd, but we got two skateboard parts I know about in St. Saint Saint Paul, where I live. And boy, I tell you, they they just get beat up so fast. I mean, it, it's it's a it's about like. A skateboard park is about like a bag of Cheetos at a Grateful Dead concert. It just got a short lifespan. So, uh, we'll, we'll 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 talk about both of your agendas here and about the issues facing the park board and some other things that that bespeak the park board's orientation and the, and the and the way they're controlled. But let's talk a little bit about uh, the campaigns. You're both running campaigns for office. How can people find out more about your campaigns and perhaps figure out how to help? Uh, Jen Zielinski.
6: Um I am on Facebook. It's Jen Zielinski for Park Board. uh, District 6 is how to find me for Park Board.
4: Conventional spelling of Zielinski.
6: (laughs) (laughs) Z as in zebra, I-E-L-I-N-S-K-I. Like I said,
7: conventional (laughs) spelling. That's right.
6: (laughs) I am also on Twitter, uh, Jen Zielinski for Park Board. Okay.
7: John Solentrop? I'm uh, www.bobsolentrop, and that's B-O-B-S-U-L-L-E-N-T-R-O-P for parks.com. But I'm selling Trout for parks. I can't get that right. I've always for, for parkboard. com. Park, bar, park board. Type. Okay, yeah. I've
4: always mixed up the names John and Bob my whole life. Even with the neighbor <laughs> kids, it's just great. I'm sorry. I beg your indulgence in advance here. So, what kind uh, of what 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 kind of help do you need running for this office? I mean, what kind of campaign are you running, and what kind of uh, help do you need people from our audience to get you uh, on this race, Jen?
6: Right now we just need to get our names known out there. Um okay. that's my main goal. It is a city race. You're gonna have less voter turnout than um, you know, the state races and obviously presidential. It's just about getting us out there, um and helping us. I haven't set up too much for uh taking in Campaign funds
4: right well, and that's that 's the thing about minneapolis races is there I believe they 're rank choice voting mm. and they're also the sorts of things where where most people don 't know or care much about park boards and non partisan races I recall right your, your yes. party's not mm-hmm. listed so it 's one of those things where if you turn out just a few people in every ward in every precinct. You've got a really good shot because it's 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 like a judicial like the judicial races every four years that they have. I mean, mm-hmm. the difference between uh, the winner and the challenger is usually eight to ten points, just because most people have no idea what the the the, the judges are, why they're running. And these, I I was feeling, I was <laughs> right in one of my pets for a judge for crying out loud. They they do pretty well. So <laughs> th- th- all a silly way of saying that these are some races where we, the good guys, the GOP, the Minneapolis, you know, the, the, the Minneapolis City Committee, can actually make some inroads here relatively on the cheap here. And the need for that is something we want to discuss when we come back. It's the Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot, 651-289-4488 is the number to call if you have any questions or comments for Jen Zielinski and Bob Solitrop. Bob, I got it right? Yes, you got it All right. right. <laughs> Fingers crossed every time. Northern Alliance Go, no, we'll be right back.
1: AM
0: 1280, The Patriot. For many businesses, hiring is tough, which makes it critical to choose the right place to post your jobs. You need qualified candidates, fast and on budget, and you don't want to sign a long-term contract or pay upfront fees. That's why you need Indeed.com, the world's number one job site. Independent research shows Indeed delivers six times more hires than any other job site. You can post a job in minutes and even set up screener questions to help you zero in on qualified candidates. You can review applicants, take notes, and schedule interviews, all from an easy-to-use online dashboard. For a limited time, Indeed is offering new users a $50 credit to make their first job listing a sponsored job with premium visibility so more candidates will see it. You want to make a great hire fast, and this exclusive offer gives you a head start. Find out why over 3 million businesses use Indeed for hiring. To redeem this offer, go to Indeed.com slash radio. That's Indeed.com slash radio. Terms, conditions, and quality standards apply.
2: Mike Gallagher here for Relief Factor. You might be asking, who should consider ordering Relief Factor? Well, anyone with pain that's keeping them from doing things that bring joy to their life. Maybe taking a long walk, not having the pain, riding a bike, playing golf again without pain, opening a jar or sewing or using a hammer, even rolling out of bed every morning without pain. For me, I had hip replacement. And then I had a little bit of a scooter accident in New York. Left me miserable. Aches and pains until I started taking Relief Factor. Heard about him on the radio. I started to take Relief Factor. A packet in the morning, a packet in the evening. You know what? I was completely pain-free. I want to prove it to you by you taking the three-week quick start from Relief Factor. It's only $19.95. Do you know 80% of those who take the quick start order again? We know it works. So if your pain isn't worth the price of a cup of coffee a day to lower, then you're not in much pain. If it is worth it, try the three-week quick start. ReliefFactor.com, ReliefFactor.com, or call 800-500-8384, Relief Factor.
0: Hey, good day. Welcome to our show. Hey, good day, hoser. Hey, we got some news for you. Premier Pool and Spa wants to help you get ready for hot tub season, and it's coming fast.
1: Get a new hot tub from Arctic Spas. Yeah, you know, they have those all weather pools too, perfect for swimming in the backyard. When the weather starts to cool down, I don't have to wear my toque in the pool anymore.
0: And it won't cost you an arm and a leg because these tubs are built in Canada, you know.
1: And Premier even helps with the financing. Yeah, I got an Arctic delivered, and it was literally Less than 90 bucks a month, so I'll be tubbing it all winter, too. Saving money, I don't have to take the family on vacation then.
0: Yeah, and with the weather this year, you it was really good, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. You had all my kids over at your house, too. By the way, thanks. Arctic Spas, only way to hot tub in
1: Minnesota. With the deals going on right now, there has never been a better time to take the plunge. Visit Premier Pool and Chen as an A at PremierPools.com. Premier Pool and Spa, where we take fun seriously. PremierPools.com.
4: AM 1280 The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network. Rest my eyes in of green a song that could be a the theme for many Minneapolis City Park Board meetings. Or
0: maybe
4: what the did City Council, where? I don't know. I cry, Sounds a little like, like Alondra Cano's policy say, session. Tell you why. It's all too beautiful it's but we 're talking with two beautiful. people who are going to attempt to uh, invade the psychedelic party that is Minneapolis City government, Bob Sollentrop and uh, Jen Zelinsky, uh, GOP endorsed candidates for the Minneapolis Park Board the fact that there is a republican party in minnesota uh, in minneapolis i should say is is news to some people both of the metro area both of the uh, both of the twin cities have have seen better days in terms of republican parties neither uh, i think it's been since the 1960s since there was a republican mayor in minneapolis there hasn't been an elected republican official in minneapolis since the 80s i don't think uh maybe a little later and in in Saint Paul, it's been since about uh, well, at least ten years now since the last Republican school board member left office, the late Tom Conlon. Uh, so it's 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 been a bit of a drought, and yet, yet the Minnesota uh, Minneapolis, I'm sorry, Minneapolis City Committee has reorganized and has actually. Uh, actually a a viable organization again here. uh, It's been great to see. Uh, Jen, I know you said you were involved in that. Both of you were involved in this.
6: Yes, we actually both sit on the uh, full committee. Um, I'm actually secretary for the exec committee. We just reformed in January 2017. Yeah. And to really turn our city back into more conservative or at least Moderate, even, is a
4: goal. Right. Well, you, you, at, least, at least turn it into a multi-party democracy. I mean, uh, Bob Solitrop, the city of Minneapolis, is about, has about as much political variety as 1975 Berlin. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's a one-party city. And, and while we don't yet... Have a Stasi monitoring our thoughts in Minneapolis. Uh, some of the some of the comments from the city council candidates this past week about about doing without a police department left open. The seem to leave open the idea that yeah we don't need police in cars and badges, but thought police would certainly go a long way towards the goal. We'll talk about that later on after you guys are off. I won't let you guys get tied to that discussion. But but uh, let, let, one of the things that just shows how desperately uh, a two party system is needed. I mean a viable second party is needed. Is episode that happened on the park board 9 years ago when they were getting ready for the Republican National Convention here in St. Paul. Obviously there's a lot of events being planned in Minneapolis as well because St. Paul's not that big. And the Minneapolis park board raised the price of a, a tent rental. You know how they rent out the tents for parties from I think it was like 200 bucks. To $10,000 a night (laughs) for the period of the Republican National Convention because they wanted to, to, in theory, soak and, in practice, deter Republicans from holding parties in Minneapolis parks because... They're just that fussy, anal retentive, picky, passive aggressive, and venal, and just, just what? And by the way, I I could not have thought of those seven adjectives in a row at any point in my life other than when describing that particular action, uh, it, it, at that fast and in that order. But just I mean, if that didn't spell out the need for a viable two-party system in Minneapolis, Jen Zelensky. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's it right there. I mean, That's the sort of thing dictators do. That's, that's the sort of thing you see Victor Maduro doing in Venezuela.
6: Well, we talk about price gouging, you know, if the price of gasoline goes up, but that's price gouging right there with tents. Oh, yeah.
4: <laughs> and, 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 tre- and and by the way, treating the Republican National Convention like a natural disaster as well, <laughs> which I suppose to them it was. Uh, So anyway, let's talk about, uh, we talked briefly about the the rank choice system and how it might possibly, with a little bit of name recognition, uh, a little bit of shoe leather, a little bit of luck, quite frankly, uh, we talked about this Jonathan Honenbrink, how it's possible uh, for unknown candidates to actually use this, I mean, with a motivated minority uh, of, of voters to actually move the needle on on these some of these ranked choice elections, uh, what do you see, uh, Bob, as your as your path to win here in Minneapolis as a Republican?
7: Well, I'm going to concentrate on Republicans as much as possible. I'm sure there might be some Democrats that might vote for me too, but but my my reasoning for that is that I, I think that there's a lot of people that don't bother to vote. In, in the uh, park board um, races, they they vote in the in the council and the mayor races, but they skip the park board. And if that being the case, if there's some Republicans that know that there's some Republicans running, they might they might decide to vote for them.
4: You have to hope. And, and by the way, if they did, it's amazing the 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 move they could make. I, I worked on a special election in St. Paul years ago, and it was an off year special election. Usually about. Fifteen percent turnout for these, fifteen percent of the usual turnout would turn out. It was it was eight percent of the electorate turnout. but it, it's isn't a district where during for the presidential election, seven thousand Republicans turned out in that in that district, and the winner, the Ellen Anderson, former uh, DFL senator, uh, actually the woman who replaced Ellen Anderson, Mary Betty jo, jo McGuire, won with a thousand votes. If half the people who had voted for Tom Emmer for governor in 2010, had turned out to vote for the Republican challenger in 2011 in the special election, he'd have won by a three-to-one margin. It was absolutely the most maddening experience of my now 2 two-to-one margin, I'm sorry. One of the most maddening experiences of my life. And and if we just get Republicans who turn out for governor and president to vote for the two of you— that would would solve the problem. we got about 30 seconds here. One more time. Uh, how to get a hold of you, how to find out more about your campaign, Jen Zielinski?
6: On Facebook and Twitter, uh, Jen Zielinski for Park Board. Um, you can look at me up on Facebook or for Twitter. I'll
4: post it at Shot in the Dark, that info, after the, uh, probably after the show when I have a few minutes here. Uh, Bob Sollentrop?
7: I'm on uh, regular Internet at www.bobsollentrop, B-O-B-S-U-L-L-E-N-T-R-O-P. Or parkboard
4: Okay. I might suggest changing your names to Anderson and Peterson perhaps for the election. <laughs> that might go a long way for name recognition. Either way, pleasure to have you all on, on here. Stay in touch. The election's coming up fairly soon here. Uh, we're, we're about a month away, aren't we? November 7th. November 7th is the election here. and uh, and I'm, I'm looking forward to, to that. Best of luck to both of you. I will be breaking with tradition and endorsing a candidate for Minneapolis mayor, by the way, on the broadcast on November 5th. That's going to be a lot lot of fun so stay tuned for that
6: thank you <laughs> great having you
4: here stay in touch we'll do this again here hopefully northern alliance radio network am 1280 the patriot when we come back more about las vegas and our insane cultural overlords when we return go nowhere be right back
6: Eldridge and Stockwell were able to provide us with that information that we needed to actually end up putting the offer on it.
1: They made the entire process, which is pretty complicated, to be very, very smooth. That made it very pleasant and easy. They were like a, a partner in my efforts to
3: find. My dream home that I'm in now. I'm Don, And I'm Jason.
5: Let us know how we can help you.
3: 651-400-0773.
7: 651-400-0773.
1: Hi, this is Terry Sandvold, CEO of Sandvold Financial Group and host of Money Talks. Sandvold Financial Group would like to help provide the sturdy foundation for your financial future. We want you to plan for tomorrow, today. Give us a call to attend an upcoming seminar at 952 Five four four two eight three seven. 544 2837 that's 952-544-2837, or go to HelpMeTerry.com to set up a no-cost financial review today.
5: Registered representative of and independent of Questar Capital Corporation, member FINRA SIPC, advisory services offered through Questar Asset Management.
1: Thinking about life insurance? What if you could make one free phone call and learn your best price from nearly a dozen highly rated price competitive companies? Well, that's exactly what happens when you call SelectQuote Life. For example, George is 40. He was getting sky-high quotes from other companies because he takes meds to control his blood pressure. But when I shopped around,
7: I found him a 10-year, $500,000 policy for under $25 a month. I'm SelectQuote agent Dan Savino. And believe me, if SelectQuote isn't shopping for your life insurance, you're probably paying too much. For your free quote, call
0: 800-721-4880. That's 800-721-4880. 800-721-4880 800 or go to selectquote.com
3: Since 1985, we shop, you save. Get full details on the example policy at selectquote.com slash commercials or price could vary depending on your health issuing company and other factors. Not available in all states.
5: Are you self-motivated and creative? Oh, you betcha, yeah. Do you believe in the importance of small business? Oh, yeah. Then call us. We're looking to add an additional account executive here at Salem Media Twin Cities, and you may be perfect for our team. If you're outgoing and enjoy helping local businesses reach their potential, call today at 651-289-4418. That's 651-289-4418.
2: Salem Media is an equal opportunity employer.
5: What does it mean to be a Christian woman in today's culture? How does your faith in Jesus Christ relate to the world around you? Sometimes to have faith can seem like an overwhelming task
6: in today's busy and sometimes challenging landscape. That's why you need to visit iBelieve.com. iBelieve.com is a site designed for Christian women. iBelieve.com has blogs, videos, and even daily devotionals. Whether you're looking for advice, ideas for your church group, or just an uplifting message, visit iBelieve.com. That's iBelieve.com.
0: This is AM 1280, The Patriot, WWTC, Minneapolis, St. Paul. Intelligent Radio, fueled by Lucky's Station